You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live Portraits, featuring intimate, in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood stars and influencers. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live Portraits, Dario Kristen. Hey everyone, you're watching Black Hollywood Live Portraits. I'm your host, Dario Kristen, and here joining me is the lovely Courtney Stewart. Hello, everybody. And we have a very special guest with us today. She is on Let's Stay Together on BET, which premiered fourth season last That's night. Nice. Erica Hubbard is with Woo! us today, and you know her as Kita. How you doing, Erica? Thank you for having me here. I'm excited. Yeah, thank you. you guys Black came back strong last night. You oh, did. I was, you know, literally, my hand—I live tweeted my wrist and hand was sore <laughs> from responding, but I was happy everybody responded the yeah. way they did. I was like, I love it. So it was cool. Fourth season, it was cool. Very cool. Yeah. And then when you first saw the script at the beginning, did you know, like, from reading it, that it, this was going to be a hit? Did you feel it? Because yeah. some people say that they do. Uh, yeah. You know what? I was going with my spirit. My spirit was like, look, chick, you finished Lincoln Heights and you were on a drama. Let's see if you can do a comedy. Can you be funny? Can you? Yeah. My spirit mm-hmm. was like, oh, are you challenging me? Are you ch-? I was kind of having this conversation with myself. <laughs> I was like, I could do comedy. I could do comedy. So then I kind of dived into it. And um, gosh. I guess people love Keita and what she does. So, you know, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So I'm happy that the show has grown, the audience has grown, and here we are, season four. Season four. four. What was that audition process like for you? Because there's been some stories (laughs) about them doing the chemistry tests and all that kind of thing. How was it for you? The process. (laughs) That's what I call it, the (laughs) process. Um, Well, I'm, I'm from Chicago, you know, the south side. And I was in Chicago when I got the call to come in for the audition. So I was like, fly back to L.A., I don't know. You know, I just finished a drama for four years. Okay, let me go, let me go and do it. So I read the material, went in, and I was like, I like this. Okay, cool, I like Keto Whitmore. And then I went back home. Because, you know, you think nothing of it. Yeah. You know, some, there's some actresses that wait by the phone, and mm-hmm. they're crying, and they're like, oh, I didn't get the call. Some of my actress friends, but I don't do that. I kind of let it go. So I was at a wake for my cousin and I got a phone call so I'm viewing the body and then it's like oh we need you to come back for let's stay together you know for producers and you know network and I'm like wait a minute what so literally I went around to all my family members because I felt so bad I was like would you guys be mad at me if I had to catch a plane and leave and I couldn't make it to the funeral and they're like no 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 we know you know you have to do what you have to do so literally I flew out the next night and I dedicated to my cousin oh, my nice. performance Aww. to Keisha and Keisha helped me you know so <laughs> guiding angel yeah guiding an angel yeah. so there we go and then you know let's keep a bit more and let's stay together alright yeah. and what's been your favorite part about playing Keita ooh my favorite part I like the fact that she's sassy I really do like that, that she's vocal. She says what's on her mind, but she's fun-loving. And the reason why I like it is because I was on a show where uh, she was quiet. (laughs) Cassie Sutton was like, is something wrong with her? (laughs) She's going to snap any minute. (laughs) So being an introvert, 
for so long, you kind of want to get out of your shell and play something that has a little bit more life. <laughs> yeah. So Keita Whitmore has a little bit more life, and I love, I love what they've written. I love the fact Jackie Edmonds Colfer brought ba- black love to She's the screen. You don't have to see anybody pulling each other's hair out, yeah. fighting, no. bickering. Go figure. It, oh my gosh. It's about time. It's about time. It's about time. Thank <laughs> you, Jackie Evans Colfer and Queen Latifah. And Queen Thank Latifah. you. Because yes. sometimes I get tired of seeing adult women fight. It's yes. like. That's do people cute. do that for real? Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> um, no, not at all. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So it's like when Let's Stay, to, Let's Stay Together started airing, it was a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about love and romance, and it makes you feel good, you know? And you, you, mentioned, oh, go ahead, go ahead. you mentioned about the transition from the drama to comedy part. What did you find most difficult once you were you were hired on the show? So you obviously did something great. Oh, thank what you. Did you. What did you find challenging when you really started working on the show? Or what um, showed you something about yourself in the process? That I, I really uh, <laughs> have this silly, goofy side to me because sometimes I'll be on set and I'll be like, let's do this, let's try this. And then you'll hear people like behind the camera laughing. And I'm like, are they laughing at me? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, that was funny. Okay, do some more of that. So it showed me that, you know, I can be kind of lighthearted and I can kind of be like the the black v- female version of Kevin Hart, you know? I like that. I'm like, hey, listen. Love Kevin Hart. He's doing his thing now. Yes, and that's, that's a good category thing. to be in, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. some of the greats come from comedy. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the list goes on. Uh, and, and it's just like, to be a female who delivers, you know, a comedic performance, yeah. I feel so happy. And then I feel happier because I come from the drama world where I can make somebody cry, but then I can make somebody laugh. And me, you know, having that um, skill set, um, shout out to Columbia College, Chicago <laughs> Theater Department. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to them. Um, I feel very happy and fortunate that, you know, uh, people consider me for dram- dramatic roles and comedic roles. So I can kind of balance the two. And then you had mentioned also that Queen Latifah, we know, is the executive producer for yeah. the show. She obviously has her hands in a lot of different yeah. things. She's acting. She's also producing her talk show. Does she come on set a lot and give you guys any pointers? or, or- Ooh, Queen Latifah, she comes... Um, well, when she comes, <laughs> right? When we say that, that we're like, uh oh, is this my hair? Is <laughs> you know, we're trying to get it together vocally, doing our little exercises. Right. Stretches. Stretches going on. Actress, yeah. <laughs> my teeth, you know. But um, when she comes, <laughs> it's to bear good news. Yes. It's to bear good news. She's like, okay, season three, you're going to season four. And yeah. now I have to say, I don't know if anybody else has said this, we're going to season five. Yeah. Woo, the exclusive. Uh, the exclusive. Here. Yes, I don't think they Black Hollywood yeah, Live exclusive. <laughs> uh oh. That's that's looking over at the public list. Right, right. Okay, it's like okay. Well, it's you know we're gonna start filming in the fall. Yes. So I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's all great news. <laughs> no, all I'm happy. News. Yes. I'm I'm very happy. So in between that, I've been doing some films, and um, oh, I did stage. I love the stage. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't do the stage, and I have no idea why people don't, but it's a challenge, and it teaches you how to be fearless. And um, I did. I played a slave Uh-oh. last year. Ooh. Yeah. Me, I, I shared it because most people don't believe that I, I went there, but it was the best experience ever. 
but it was a hard experience because they actually took me to the actual place where she served her, you know, she served the food and washed the clothes and everything. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh. So I didn't know that um, back then that the slaves, they, most of them worked where they lived. So if you were in the kitchen working, that's where you live. Some of them, laid their heads down and went to sleep in the kitchen. I didn't realize so that. I didn't either until I got down there and it was in ooh, it was in Virginia. So it was it was it was um challenging but I had a three and a half page monologue. Oh. With no interruptions, no cut, stop, let's try that again. And oh my gosh, was I sweating after I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God <laughs> But I got through it and I'm happy I got through it. <laughs> Now I know you also have you've had several extensive kind of theater backgrounds. Even when you were at Columbia, you were doing theater mm-hmm. there. But I read that at an early age, you knew exactly that you wanted to be an actress, even at the age yeah. of nine. What was it? What caught your attention? Like, what was it in that moment where you were like, you know what, this is what I want to do, even at that young age of knowing it? Um. Well, my dad, <laughs> I owe him, you know, to where my career is at now because he always pushed me. He was like a stage parent. He still is a stage parent. He called me last night, like, so what's next? What do we have going on? And I'm like, ugh. So he pushed me to um, actually even want to be involved in the entertainment industry. And as soon as I went on stage, I kind of knew it. I had one line <laughs> when I was nine <laughs> years old. I got this play, and one line's like huge for a nine-year-old. So basically, I'm behind the curtains, and they're like, just say a dream come true. And I'm like, a dream come true. Okay, that's all I had to say, a dream come true. And I was so nervous. A nine-year-old, literally when it was time, because at that time, I, I wasn't really listening for my cues, so I was so nervous. They pushed me out on the stage, and I'm like, a dream come true. And the, the crowd erupted, and I'm like, I like this feeling. They started clapping up. <laughs> applauding and I'm like oh my gosh a dream come true I'm gonna do this for a living (laughs) so then that's when I was like okay I need to really pursue this I like the feeling that um people give you when they appreciate your work yeah yeah. And I'm, with theater, you get that even more instantaneous, you know, oh my versus television and film. With theater, um, they'll tell you immediately after when you after you get off the stage. I remember doing this one play, and I had to have a southern accent, and uh, <laughs> it was crazy. I had to work on it. And at the end of the play, people come up to me like, "I like the accent." Yeah, oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you kept it. I was listening for you to see if you were going to break character. I'm like, wow, <laughs> people really pay attention. So I was like, thank you, and they were like, well, good job. So it's immediate feedback. Whereas, um, well, now with social media, you kind of get the immediate feedback. True. You know, like last night when Leslie almost together too much. <laughs> I know. They say I like your hair. I like your shoes. <laughs> I like your shape. So I'm like, okay, they really pay attention to everything. <laughs> like my shoes, okay, you gotta pay attention to everything. So it was cool. People said they liked the hair last night, so it was very nice. Shout out to the the crew of Let's Stay Together. They did a good job. <laughs> okay, so going back, um, as you know, you're young, you're doing a little stage. You also got into a lot of commercial work and doing that. What, as a child, you you have that positive reception on stage in this moment in the theater, but then going out for commercials and getting Mm -hmm. some and not getting some and being in school and dealing with that. What was that like for you growing up? Um, It's the same now. (laughs) Rejection, (laughs) you know. I think that you have to be able to handle it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's crazy because I know a lot of people that can't handle it and they're in the business and it's like, go oh, get some counseling or something because <laughs> it's a rough business. Yeah. But even at a young age, those kids are handling rejection when they hear the no's. So I get excited and I follow people's careers because when they hear the yeses, it's like, yes, I know what you had to go through in order to get that opportunity. Yeah. It's a lot of work involved. So in between times to stay busy, it's like, you know, you have to have a creative outlet. What I did was I'm, I'm, I wrote some books and I told some stories through my books. And I love the art of storytelling and I wrote children's books. Mm. And so now I can go around to schools and I can actually read the, the stories out loud to kids. And it's kind of like the same thing. It's kind of like reading out loud, performing for the kids. And I love it. I love it. But it keeps it keeps me busy. And plus, it's something positive to do. You yeah. know, literacy is so important, especially, you know, growing up on the south side of Chicago, you like telling kids, like, what book are you reading? They're like, read a book. I didn't read a book this year. What? <laughs> not like, this year. Wow. Right, right, right. Right. <laughs> right. My teacher gave me a chapter to read. But like, no, 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 no. What, what's your favorite book? They're like, huh? Favorite. Um, I love this reality show. I love this. I'm like, read a book and watch TV. You can do both at the same time. Just pick up a book. So it's were, crazy. Well, you clearly have book smarts. You graduated yes. college in. In three years, you were a broadcast journalism major and Thank a you. theater minor. Yeah. Now, wh- now, <laughs> why did you want to end school early? I mean, most people, go, you know, they go to college. They at least want their four years. They're they're having fun. What what made you want to kind of cut yours a little bit short? Well, um, wow, that's a good question. I never thought about that. Why? I I guess I kind of challenged myself when I was in school. I saw a lot of people in school doing the five year route yes. and the six year <laughs> route. I might I might have been a five. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just saying, but I had internships. So okay, that, okay. That you was busy that doing You're something, that partying. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay, just throwing okay. It I'm just hanging out, running up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I I just wanted to get out and really go to um so Hollywood, you know. And I knew the quickest way to do that was to take summer courses yeah. and to take night classes. And ooh, them night classes. Those people ooh, are serious honey. in those night classes. They get off work and they're there to get that degree. So I was in there, and I was like, sometimes the youngest person in the night class. And they're like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm trying to get out early. So I had to go to um, someone. I never told anybody this story. Should I say this? Anyway, um, I went to someone at the school, and I said, I need you to sign off on this uh paper and they're like what paper I said well in order to graduate early uh, I need you know an advisor to sign off on it you say you you want to graduate in three years (laughs) yeah right you're not gonna do that yeah what excuse me you're supposed to what you're supposed to believe in me okay you're not gonna believe in me I'm gonna believe in myself can you just sign the paper please well no no I mean nobody's done this who 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 wants to do this And, and I was like just sign it and I'll prove you wrong and hopefully I proved that person wrong because I did it and I graduated in three years. Well, th- yeah. clearly you did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Why, a major, a minor, and a concentration. Right. <laughs> exactly. Why was it important for you to go to school? Because obviously you knew what you wanted to do. You wanted to be in Hollywood and get out here. Why yeah. did you choose the school route at all? Oh, my gosh. Did you guys hear that joke Ellen DeGeneres said? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like, who went to college? She was yeah. like, who went to school? She's like, kids, stay in school. Yeah. I wanted to be the actress who had a degree. I'm sorry. I... I, I believe in um, book smart, um, and I I really I love 
books and reading and, you know, the discipline, the art of um, reading. And in, in college, that's what you basically mm-hmm. mostly do yeah. is reading and memorizing and studying. Yeah. So I wanted to challenge myself. I didn't just want to be that actress where they're like, oh, she's good, but did she go to college? So, no, I'm an actress and I'm a college graduate. So I, w- I just I just want to be well-rounded. And then while you were in college, you had a talk show as well, correct? <laughs> so now, did you, have, did you have dreams of, outside of just acting, maybe being an entertainment reporter, um, along with being a talk show host? Yes. Yes, I um, <laughs> I did. I, I hosted a kid's show for about three years called Up and Running, and... Uh, I wanted I wanted to pursue hosting as well because I love what you guys do. You know, you you guys, oof, bow down, you guys. Um, you guys put news out there. We need the news, you know, to know what people's doing in True. life, you know, yeah. and it's so vital. And I I kind of like was attracted to that. So it's like something I can always fall back on, you know. Yeah. And then at what point did you kind of decide, like, okay, I'm going to focus more on the acting portion versus just the hosting or reporting part uh when did i start focusing on i'm kind of like that uh girl in college who did both it was so weird because i was hosting up and running which received a regional emmy i, I was saw so that. happy yeah, that's huge it was especially huge. for someone at your age at that time I, too. I, I i i feel so fortunate that that happened in my life but i was balancing uh hosting that show and as um acting so, I don't know. I, I kind of like both worlds, but what kind of drove me to more of the acting world is moving out here to um, California, and I would get phone calls for, you know, television and uh, film, and it kind of took, took my time. So, I was like, okay, one or the other, one or the other. So, I started just doing, you know, uh, cold case, judging Amy. I saw ER. Yeah, ER. ER. <laughs> And what was yeah. it like for you to be, you know, just moving here and being on the sets of those yeah. big huge productions and just huge time. hit yeah. shows at the time? I'm still amazed. I'm still amazed at the people, my surroundings and where I'm at. You know, it's crazy because I went to a pre-Oscar party and, you know, I've been out here for, you know, some years. I'm not going to say how many years, but uh, I'm still amazed at the talent that I come across. It's like, whoa, there's a, whoa, some, you know, trying not to be starstruck. But even people who I work with, I'm just amazed. Like, they're in my face. Oh, my gosh. Like, even like Queen Latifah. That's my boss. What? Really? Wow. So all these iconic people are around me, and I just love their energy. So... Has there been someone on set that you saw that just, you mentioned Queen Latifah, of course, because yeah. you deal with her a lot now, but was there someone on your previous sets that you were like, this person's acting, you were in awe, like you had a moment where you had to just sit back and literally watch them act because it was just so tremendous. Angela Bassett and Akila and the Bee. That lady is a force to be reckoned with. Um, she, I want to see her uh, on win an Academy Award. She deserves it outright mm-hmm. that lady is phenomenal she it. And, and she's not one of those selfish actresses yeah. she actually tells you come here let me tell you a little secret let me help you out where some of these actresses no names they <laughs> see now i want uh, the name see no I, can't. <laughs> no I know you can't i know you can't <laughs> yeah they they can care less it's about them yeah. but she is so genuine and caring and fun loving mm-hmm. um i would most definitely say angela bassett and what does she tell you that just, ah see, <laughs> see. Now you I tell my secrets um 
Um, <laughs> I'm having a brain freeze. Brain freeze. No, 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 no. I'm like, she's so genuine and caring and giving. And I'm like, oh. Uh, what she, I know. What did she say to me? Hold on. What, to that. Hold on. What, what do I have to give away? What secrets? Okay, but she said to me that um, even when you're not acting or performing, you have to live in the moment and people have to believe in you're in the moment. So it doesn't even become about acting. So it's not even about the lines. So whenever the camera's on you or not on you, you think it's not on you, you have to be present, mm. present in the moment. Now, does that translate into why you're not filming, that you stay in character on set at all times? Is that is I'm, I'm taking that message from um, that? Or is it more to it? It's uh, a little bit more to it. And look, I had to go home and think about it for a day or two. Right, yeah, right. I'm <laughs> like, that's so, deep. She's so intense. Right, I'm like, that's so deep. Wait, like, I want to ponder that <laughs> yeah, thought for a second. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Oh, what? But um, I, I kind of took that and with what Sheldon Patinkin from Columbia College, Steppenwolf, Second City, extraordinaire. Oh, yeah. He said to me where he was uh, talking about being present in the moment and also the actor's uh, center. Um, some people get that. Some people won't get that. <laughs> some people are looking it up, Googling it. But um, it's, it's kind of the, the same thing, I want to say. You know, um, yeah. We'll take that. That's a good explanation. I mean, I'll take that. It, it's some intense acting stuff. But, I mean, it helped me be, be Cassie Sutton, who was a teenager, and I was actually an adult. Yeah. Uh, me and the mother, we're, we weren't too far apart in age when I cast that. It helped me become that teenage girl for four years and people believe that and all of a sudden to become you know Keita Whitmore who's totally opposite from Cassie right. Sutton yeah. so they were more into character development and character traits and you also appeared on Pop Stars <laughs> now that I found quite interesting so does that mean that you're also a singer as well because I mean I want to hear a little bit of sample of a track yes, or your favorite song? song you know we we, Whatever we you listen tend to, to right make now. people sing in here when we find out that they got a nice voice and I, I can just tell you can sing like really, really I mean, sing. Everybody, everybody always comes up to me and like, give me a melody. I'm like, what? They're like, we know we got it in here. Um, all I'm gonna say is, uh, when the lights go on and I'm on set and somebody tells me to sing, I sing. <laughs> I'm like, mm, let me get ready. Yeah. What, what about a little sample of your favorite song? What's in your, you know, something that's on the radio right now or any anything. Three seconds. What you're listening to. That you're um, listening to. What I'm listening to. Yeah. Or like but a um, sample of you singing that. No, no, no. I have to come back and do that. Yeah, okay, okay. That's the next <laughs> well, show. Okay. The next show. Um, what am I listening to? It's weird because I like all types of music. Don't judge me, okay? Because no I'll listen to some country hey. and then I'll turn around and listen to some rap in the same in the same like time frame, okay? Hey. I feel mad. you on that. So, I'm not mad at you at all. Um... <laughs> It's it's crazy because I listen to uh, some like Lil John. I listen to Lil John coming here. <laughs> I like that you even did the dance step though while you yeah, were. Why am I doing that? You know, why am I doing that's that? That's so natural though. Oh, that's what I love. You take us back. You got my shoulders moving a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was listening to Lil John, but then I turned and turned on Ricochet and started listening oh, to okay. that. So right. it's like little, bipolar. A little different. diversity. I it's diverse. That. I feel that. It's very diverse. I that. But I connect with everybody on a human level. So whether you want to talk about, you know, flowers or if you want to talk about twerking. <laughs> like, yeah, all twerking, it. flowers, and love. Yeah. Well, kind of yeah. twerking came, comes to mind, but a movie that was kind of a pre-twerk Pre, movie. Pre-twerk was Save movie. the Last Dance and you did that. Oh, yeah. You were 
with Julia Stiles and Kerry Washington. And now tell us about the experience on working on that film. Ooh, I got to see Kerry Washington before yes. she was Kerry before Washington. Before she was Kerry, yes. yeah. And you knew that Kerry Washington was going to be, you know, this phenomenal actress because she was always in the moment, always. Oh, and you're like, okay, that. let me go look up this girl. She's intense. And where is she from? And I'm like, oh, she's from New York, and she does theater, too. So shout out to her. She's a true thespian. She is. Yes, but, she um, is. I I love working with her and I love working with Julia Julia Stiles. Yeah. It was some brilliant people on that set. And it's so crazy because the song that they played on there in the club scene, I mean you can listen to it to this day. Yeah. And people are like, Oh, what's the hands Yeah, it that is. is a classic. And then you saw how everybody else did dance movies after Say the yeah. Last yes. Dance. Yep. So, I think that started the trend, mm-hmm. I believe, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And it was shot in Chicago. So. Nice. I was, I was so happy when people bring work to Chicago. That's a plug. Bring work home to Chicago. I'm like um, getting ready to do this film with Harry Lennox, and he's on the blacklist, and I keep watching him and watching him because I'm going to have the privilege to work with the iconic uh, mm. Harry Lennox, and it's going to be filmed in Chicago. So I'm what's happy. the project all about? Uh, it's called 72 Hours. Okay. And basically, I'm so happy that um, I'm cast to play the lead in it. And she has to figure out if she wants to stay with her husband or not because he's done some things in the past. Mm. Mm. I can't really tell you. You can't reveal those. No, but it's crazy. It's crazy the stuff that he's done in the past. So, of course, it's a drama. And um, I get to dive back into the dramatic world and basically see what happens you know okay. I'm excited to see it I know I'm like, the scripture, I'm like, can we, like can we get a sneak preview oh, like can I take it home tonight it on. something <laughs> now, okay. as, as you are working and you have successful shows such as Let's Stay Together where we get to see a lot of black female leads we have Scandal now we have Being Mary Jane do you feel that there is a change that's happening in Hollywood where there is starting to be more opportunities for black actresses like yourself yes there is a change in Hollywood that's uh, most definitely occurring right now uh, with opportunities for African-American actresses. And I owe it to high ratings. When our shows air, there's high ratings, and people are looking at that, and people love to make money. So they're like, okay, let's cast some more people that can make more money. And so it's only because people identify with our stories. And for so long, our stories weren't being told. But now that you have these people coming out, um giving us opportunities people are like oh they're bringing in ratings and plus the story is good and then also with the box office successes so it's it's really a good thing because like i did this movie called black coffee and then when i first did it everybody was like oh it's gonna go straight to dvd oh another one is straight and so i was like you know what i'm just gonna do it because it's a really good story and it needs to be out there lo and behold amc theaters calls and then they give it a run. And nice. we're traveling from this theater to this theater, this theater, this theater. So now we have the opportunity to say, you know, it's movie theaters. And I owe that to the good storytelling that's being, like, developed out there, whether yeah. it's in films or in television. So I'm happy there's more projects out there for us. What do you think it is about the environment now that's sort of making all of this happen? Because uh, there's been a lack for so long, and there's always trends where, you know, obviously we had the 90s, there was a great comedies, Mm -hmm. Living Single, Martin, and those things coming out. So we have phases, but for some reason it's never able to just continue on. But Um, now seems different. Why do you think, (laughs) what do you think it is about the environment now? 
It's an untelevised revolution. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. We'd like to okay. believe so. Like, fingers crossed. Praise right. Lord. Like, yeah. yeah. Right, I got my, my yeah. power, power yeah. to the right. Power to the people. It, 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 you know, I, I owe it to, uh, there's some people out there that are forces to be reckoned with that are developing projects. Uh, Ava, you guys yeah, Ava to is not to be played with. We wait. Come in here. Ava. I work with her on Lincoln Heights, and I knew, I knew that this lady's a beast. Yeah. So she, you know, in her presence, you know, she was like giving us advice and telling us what to do as far as publicity because she did publicity for Lincoln mm-hmm. Heights. Yeah. Shout out to Ava, and then. Fast forward, what, five or six years? She's like, I'm writing, I'm developing, and I'm producing, and I have a distribution company. I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. But this genius is making things happen for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know? And then also, I mean, when you have one person like Tyler Perry or Oprah uh, creating work for us, it's creating work for a whole lot of people. So people are like, these people need to do this. They need to do it. They need to do this. But you forget that one or two project that they did for that year, they hired a slew of people and gave all these people an opportunity to work on a project that wouldn't have that opportunity because nobody was calling them, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So there's grips and gaffers out there that was like, I worked on this one project and I was so happy I got hired. And that was like their driving force throughout the year was that one project and somebody believed in them and called them to move a sandbag on set. Yeah. So you see that, and to me, that that is so so important because you're not just giving actresses or directors or writers opportunities, but you got grips, gaffers, crew, crew, uh, crafty, I mean, hair, makeup, wardrobe, and all these people are working. So it's good. It's good that you have those forces out there that are writing for us and um, creating projects. And then also, you know, Sundance. I love it because they've been showing a lot of good, good movies with us in it. Yeah. And it's like, yes, it's a breath of fresh air, you know, so. And it seems like the trend is, from looking at it from the outside here, it seems that it used to be a time where it would just be one on television or one writer for a show or one. Now, with the pool of talent that's out there, it really does seem like people like Tyler, like Oprah, like Ava are hiring, like you said, that new fresh talent that's helping kind of spice things up. and. Outside people are starting to recognize that too. Yep. The non-traditional Hollywood is starting to bring in those people as well. Yep. It seems it's like. creating more opportunities. Like I got a phone call, and there was this one project, and so they were like, um, "We need someone to uh, help fund on this project." And I was just like, "Oh, let me read the story." And I read the story. I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it, and it was about love. It's called The Last Fall, and I was like by any means necessary I want to help get this project out there so it's like everybody everybody has to take initiative whether it's you want to help produce a project or if you want to get on the phone get on the phone and tell one of your friends to get involved with the project Mm -hmm. to get our stories out there that all helps and we obviously just came off of 12 Years of Slave Success at the Oscars and Lupita winning which is spectacular Yes. some critics have said that they feel that the stories that are winning are stories that don't need to be told anymore and that we need to focus on more modern stories and future stories. What are your thoughts Ooh, on that? I knew you were going to give me the hard question. <laughs> well, as an actress, I, w- I would love to know kind of like if the, what story do you feel needs to still be told that hasn't been told or just uh, people's viewpoint mm. on, on saying that things like, like 12 years the of slaves the help the help those are the just, typical things that and that's what we win awards, awards for, for and 
<laughs> well, okay. <laughs> we turned the air on, so you got to keep it real now. Yeah, yeah, let me drink some water here. Take a sip. Take a sip. <laughs> okay. Center moment. Yeah. Center. <laughs> that, I mean, that is a, a conversation that people are talking about now. And, um, I mean, I'm happy that you see uh, people that I can identify with that are in my demographic winning mm-hmm. awards at such a high level of success. I mean, that's as big as you get. You know, the Emmys, the um, Academy Awards, uh, the Golden Globes, uh, all that, BAFTA. Um, and so it, I, I'm elated because um, that's a hard uh, it's a hard journey to get to. Yes, it is. So if Holly Berry had to play that role as that, you respect that woman in the body of her work because it's extremely hard to even get on that stage or to get in that room. So True. how dare you judge someone um, in their journey, you know, um, to, to getting to that level? You know, it's it's almost um, I'm reading this book and when people talk negative and don't and, and, and can't and why this happened, they're reflecting on who they are. But if you can appreciate the good in someone and say, I'm glad for their success, I'm happy that they're happy, then that is a reflection of you. And then soon you'll start to be happy, too, with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you might get an invitation there, you know, but you you, you can't judge people. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. The girl comes from Yale. Yeah. Yes. She's trained. She's a thespian. Yeah. She does theater. And I, I have I just respect true actresses. There's so many people on here that um, call themselves actresses and you're looking like, wait a minute, right. but that girl <laughs> Lupita is an actress. Is an actress. Yes, she and is. you you have to respect her because she took that role, Patsy, and I read that script mm-hmm. before uh, it was being cast and I was like, wow, whoever gets this role, this is genius. Whoever gets this role, this is going to catapult them to new levels, and they deserve it, and she deserves it. Yeah. And I can watch her performance. It's so hard to watch her performance over and over and over, but she went there. Yeah. She can did. you imagine? She's so vulnerable. Yeah. Can you imagine portraying that? And plus, those stories need to be, be told. That actually happened. So whether you're reading the history book or whether you're watching it on TV or in a movie, the stories need to be told. Yeah. So... Hands down to Lupita for winning (laughs) and all the other Oscar winners before her time. Yeah. Most definitely. Amen. And then on to some stories that (laughs) maybe don't need to be told. Reality (laughs) TV. Oh, they're giving me the hard questions. I know. I know. I love your, you know, I just, because this is, okay, so let me start over. So with this question. We have a bunch of reality TV shows. I'm not going to name any. Real House Hus- Housewives of Beverly of uh, Atlanta, and we have um, you know the what is it? Love and Hip Hop, <laughs> which I tend to watch some of these shows myself. Oh, um, yeah, but they have been known to depict African American men and women in certain lights. Do you think, as an actress, that that is a a a problem for obtaining? Uh, what's the right word? Obtaining a sense of um, integrous roles, <laughs> yes, like that, being or being respected or taken seriously in Hollywood, because we do have these type of reality shows that are not depicting women and men uh, in, in a great light. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take a, we'll give you another sip of water. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me get some more water. At that one. Uh, mm. 
feel there's two sides to this coin. Like to every coin, it's two sides. Yeah. I'm happy that it's making people who want to be visible visible because <laughs> certain people just want to be visible not that they're deserve the visibility but um it, it feeds their spirit and soul you know they want the lights camera action all that stuff um it's like wait a minute what about the talent you know that part and what do you you know do you go get coaching and do you, who do you work with or whoever you work with but some people don't care about that but um the the positive thing is it's putting money in their pockets and they can feed their True. kids, you know? And so I'm happy that, you know, they're finding wealth off their personality. People are getting hired off their personalities now. <laughs> yes. True. So, yeah, it's crazy. You have, you have YouTube stars who just do, you know, they are making you a lot Instagram. of money. Instagram. You have Instagram yeah. stars. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at people with all these followers. I'm like, yes. who is this? Oh, she wore them jeans. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and people like how she looks in those jeans. So it's like, 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 oh, whatever. Oh, okay. But anyway, <laughs> you know, hey, everybody gets their shine how they get their shine. Sure. Some people show a little too much. You're like, what? And it's crazy because I have people calling me, telling me to do some dumb stuff. Yes. Why don't you wear a butt shot with some Daisy Dukes and stuff? And you can put it on Instagram and people will like you. I don't need people to like me for yeah. that. Yeah. Wait a minute. What? You leave whoever in Kansas or Tennessee or whatever to do that to build them up. I'm already built up where I don't need people to like me for mm-mm, mm-mm, some take my dignity and my self-esteem and go back over here to Chicago and be happy with myself because I didn't have to show all of this so people could like me. And do you use that philosophy also when picking your roles? Like, are you really picking um, on what you want to be perceived as or how you, what role you want to choose for your career? Like, how does that, how does that work with you? Like, how do you go about selecting which roles you'd like to do? Um, I, I, I am selective. I, I, I get thing. I get calls and I turn down projects. I do. I feel happy that I'm in a place where I don't like need your money. <laughs> yeah. Like I offer you a uh, ten thousand, twenty thousand, fifty thousand. You're like, what? I don't need that. I'm cool. But who's this character? What's her message? You know. Uh, and they're like, well, she has to do this. She has to be this. And you know, I'm like, no, 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 no. I like um, redeemable characters. <laughs> they have qualities, redeeming qualities. So. Um, I do. I do uh, look at scripts and discern uh, which role I want to portray because you're not just doing it for yourself, but your audience too. They're looking at that. For sure. I have people yeah. tweeting me talking about, "I saw you in this. I saw you in that." You can have one line of something you did years ago, and people see that. You're like, "How did you see that? That mm-hmm. that's not even on IMDb." Yeah, I did that project with Romeo, but it's not on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How, who has that lost footage? It's crazy. So you have to be careful, you know, because people will start to associate you with that. That's like, true. oh, you you played the slut in this. You are a slut until you get. Some something else different Mm -hmm. so it's crazy but um yes i do i do look at projects and discern if you know i want to take them or not but um you know reality reality stars they have to do what they have to do there are some good reality programming out there 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 is there is it's like some bad ones and the bad ones are really bad (laughs) and then the good ones are really really good good, exactly (laughs) but going back to uh your choice and roles and what you want to portray how has that sort of philosophy and your selection evolved over the course of your career so far and where do you want to see that go for yourself in the future uh well 
now that people are starting to write more roles for African-American women, I see myself in uh, more thrillers Mm because we didn't have a lot of thrillers out there. I love a good thriller. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a lot of action movies out there. We we don't have enough love stories being told. Whoever the powers that be, we need more love stories. Black folks love, love too. We, yeah, right. We like them. We love those love Jones. Love yeah. stories. <laughs> That's such a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We fall in love too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Write some more love stories please, for us. Yeah, please, please, you know. So it's crazy, but um, since more and more stories are being developed for us, I feel like uh, I will find myself in a good love story like that. And and if I don't, if I'm busy working, then most definitely I want to invest in that project where I'm um, helping them to create their dream and bring it to fruition. Whether I have to make a phone call to help do something to get it developed, or if I have to um, participate, you know, and help produce. Yeah. And I think um, more people need to get out there. Everybody's talking about what's not happening, but it's like, okay, are you producing? Are you writing? What are you doing That's besides important. talking? Yes. You're just talking. But do another ING, producing, directing, writing, something, instead of just talking. So it's crazy because I have to shut people down. Yeah, When people start talking crazy with it not being done out here, I have to shut them down and say, well, then you do it. Yeah. And they, they, they silence. That's when I get silent. Yeah. Right. Like, oh. yeah. Oh. Um. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> the community, the mm-hmm. black community, has often been known or spoken about not really pulling each other up, right? So to speak, mm-hmm. and reaching out to each other and helping each other along. Do you feel like that maybe is changing for you in the Hollywood sphere? Do you feel like there's an energy of community that's really trying to? touch and bring up everybody <laughs> as opposed to they got it so they're just in a different league now and they're right. not really doing anything to help I look, she, every time she takes she's a like sip of water and looking to the side <laughs> ah, some of this is off air conversation <laughs> this will be part two yeah. of the interview we will get the politically off, correct off air, answer yeah, right. in the PC in the PC <laughs> PC way of saying this is um, well uh here in America, <laughs> <laughs> the people here. No, I don't. I mean, <laughs> ooh, it does take a village to raise a child. It does. And some children aren't being raised. Yes, that's what I'm gonna say. I that's like a, that. I like how you put that. Yeah. So hopefully, the village will come together and help raise some children and not turn their back on them. <laughs> Um, I've been fortunate to work with some people who haven't turned their back on me. I have to uh, say, um, oh, my gosh, Kevin Hooks. Shout out to him, you know, with Lincoln Heights. And yeah. he, you find some good people out there that help build you up. Yeah. And, um, and he's doing his thing. Oh, my gosh. He's amazing. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you can find a mentor or somebody out there. I have a lot of people calling me. And Facebooking me for advice and stuff like that. And I try to help them as much as I can. But I think it needs to be like um, a spiral effect. Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. asks you a question, you need to help them out because we all need help. Like we I said, it help. takes a village, you know. So I try to um, be as forthcoming with information as, 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 as I can with it. 
and helping people. But basically, the thing is, whatever you want to do, you can do it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people misconstrue that, like, uh, well, I need somebody to hire me. No, you can hire yourself. So, okay, so a long time ago, I did a short film. And you, some of these people in this short film are series regulars now and movie stars. That's great. But they, were, they weren't then, yeah. but we just all kind of got together and created. So keep yourself busy and create, you know, whether it's with a short film or, you know, if you're working with a student film. Uh, get busy writing. Get busy creating. When, somebody, when you say you're a writer, you're supposed to have a whole bunch of scripts. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, you're a writer. Yeah, I'm a writer. And you're like, what have you written? Oh, I'm on my synopsis of this. And you're like, what? <laughs> Well, no, how many pages? How many? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. Whatever you are doing, you have to say whether it's acting. Okay, I've done this short film. I've done this student film. I've done this theater. I've done this commercial. Build yourself up with creating your own work. So there's no excuses out there. There's no excuse. Mm-hmm. And then they can write a new love story yes. and all these other projects. Now, yeah. you, with, with you mentioning love story, you had a very interesting one on Lincoln Heights, <laughs> which was really popular. I love that show. I, yes. I was sad to see it go, to be honest with you. I thought it was um, a show that was needed on television. It was great for ABC Family Channel. It changed the game to me. It was among those shows that featured strong black characters in a household that mm-hmm. was a rarity on television. Mm-hmm. When you saw that script and start working on that show, did you realize the power of what that show really was for uh, for ABC Network? I, I didn't realize it's the third season. Or ABC Family Network. Excuse I, me. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it to third season because um, they started uh, really developing the story between Robert Adamson, who played Charles on the show, and uh, myself. And we started, you know, it's like one of those things where we're like, oh, we was working for four days. Now we're working eight days. Okay, we're getting more work to do. So then we realized, like, uh-oh, we got to really work here and build up this chemistry. So um, the power, I didn't know the power of it until people started taking the video clips. Yeah of what was happening in the scenes and putting it on YouTube. <laughs> and then they started nicknaming us Chassis. Like, I read a tweet today that says, there's some Chassis lovers out there still. And I'm like, wow. I this, love that. This is something that was done in 06, 07, 08, 09. And then people still watch it on Netflix yeah. to this day. Yeah. And it's crazy. I love the support. Because some people were like, oh, I watched all four seasons like two or three times. I'm like, really? <laughs> wow. So, I mean... There goes the the whole thing where, you know, our stories can be told. Our black family, you know, our stories can be told and um, can be related to, you know. So they they knew the power. I think they knew the power about third season. They started giving uh, more scripts and... um, saying, you guys are picked up again. You guys are picked up again. And then when we got syndicated, whew, that's the word you want to hear, syndication. (laughs) Those chats, yeah, <laughs> right. right. I'm gonna check in the mail every Whoa. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those checks. Um, you know, then I knew the power. <laughs> you know, but I'm so happy that people still watch it on Netflix. And um, I mean, I just retweeted a tweet today that says, I, I, "I know I've known you since Lincoln Heights and love it." So to me, it's so fulfilling as an artist when somebody. Um, <laughs> remembers your work and connects to you yeah. emotionally uh, from something you did like several years ago. So that means the world to me. And now you are currently on the fourth season, as we mentioned, Yay. on Let's Stay Together. Yes. Kita is back. Yes. Kita's back. <laughs> what can we expect this season from Kita? Oh, 
this season. And people were tweeting too. They yes. was like, where is Christian Keys? We want Troy and Keita. Where's Troy and Keita? People love that. Because you guys that. had that moment, you know, mm-hmm. last, well, what was it? That's the mid-season, <laughs> yeah. kind of mid-season break. But you guys had that little connection there. Yeah. Oh, you guys just have to hang in with us because toward the end, it's going to get steamy. And he's going to be back. And uh, I'm sure people are going to love it, you know. So it's always a joy to work with him. You know, I did that film with him called Black Coffee, and he's doing his thing. Yes. So you guys are going to see Troy and Keita. I, I got so many tweets last night. Where's Troy and Keita? Where's Troy and Keita? One person even said, I only want to see you in scenes with, uh, with, with this Troy and Keita. And I, was, <laughs> I was like, that. I had to retweet. I loved it. I loved it. But people are yearning to see that love, you yeah. know? That black love. That, yes. black, that love. black love. So they we see are. it with the other characters who's doing an amazing job on the show. They see it, and they want to see more of it. Mm-hmm. So they're asking for more of it. We want to give it to them. Season four on BET's Let's Stay Together. We don't give okay. it to them. And then really? we've seen Keita kind of go through a different transitions of her oh, job path. She yes. was at the DMV. She was a reality <laughs> star. Now she's a pl- with the police, a police trainee. Yeah, what career do you want Keita to have? <laughs> Ooh, can I say this live? Yes. <laughs> well, I want her to be a, you know, no joking. <laughs> um, I mean, you know what? When they told me I had to be a cop, I was like, what? Uh, seriously? And then they were like, yes, you know, bring this cop to life. So, I mean, I had fun working as a cop. But it was um, challenging, too, because I had to figure out, okay, so even though this is a comedy, but the cops are stern, um, I want people to take me serious as a cop, but she has this humor side to her. How can I do this balance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because you see, mo- ma- mo- mostly you see cops on dramas. Yes. So, shoot, am I like the first female cop on a sitcom? I have to say, maybe I am. You don't see them on sitcoms. That's true. Yeah. Dull. Just so dramatic. So it's just balancing those two, but it's a breath of fresh air when you get to see Kita, um, not on the job, in her cop uniform and, you know, being in a love life, you know, and letting her hair down, you get to see the warmth of the character. And I think that's what people are begging for to see more of is that love life from Keita uh, between uh, Troy and her. So I do like the balance. I do. I'm happy that they gave me the balance um, of her being stern and, um, (laughs) as the cop, but then I do like the, the warmth and the love life that she has with, um, Troy. With Troy. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. since the show obviously deals so much with love and relationships, mm-hmm. do you get a lot of people who ask you for love advice or relationship advice? Yes. And yeah. what's, what's like, what's what's advice that you would give to our listeners or viewers? Um, treat people how you want to be treated, point blank. So, I mean, if you want someone to fall in love with you, um, you have to fall in love with yourself first. You mm-hmm. have to think you're attractive before somebody else can think you're attractive. So it's like, what, what, what makes you feel attractive about yourself? You know, I had to tell one of my um, relatives, like, what makes you happy? What makes me happy? Like, what makes you happy? Is it a, uh, getting a mani pedi? Is it getting a massage? What brings you to that? You know, is what's your favorite candy? What brings you to that? <laughs> to that? Um, that euphoric state, you know, with yourself. I don't know. I said, well, if you can't find it, then how are you (laughs) going to tell somebody to find it within you? That's rule number one. Yeah. Yeah. You you don't know what makes you happy, but you're asking for a relationship with someone else to make you happy. You got to make yourself happy. Like before, you know, I, before I, I would make myself happy by doing things that, you know, I wanted to do, whether it's taking long walks, 
you know, exercising and, you know, listening to my favorite song. I, I, you got to be happy with yourself, by yourself first, mm-hmm. before you could be in somebody's company. So um, it was like, enjoy your company. Because some, most sometimes you have these people say, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. And you're like, you're lonely? Well, enjoy your own, your company. And then you won't feel that way. You won't be lonely. You don't have to have somebody there with you, companionship, to feel like you're not lonely. You can still have a companion and still feel lonely. That's true. (laughs) There's a lot of people out there in relationships that still feel lonely. Um, But you have to feel what kind of floats your boat. (laughs) You know, (laughs) what makes you happy by yourself before you can bring anything else to the table in a relationship. You know? Key advice right there. Key advice. Be happy with yourself and then make somebody else happy. Speaking of happy and joy and love, you recently had a baby girl. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Congratulations. I see the smile. That smile went from like. I was waiting for the the pictures. (laughs) They pop up on the back of the screen. You see how some people people who don't have kids like, and she showed me this lady in the airport showed me like 50 pictures of her. And that's her when she's on her Halloween. That's her in the tutu. That's her. I have, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like, (laughs) I have thousands of pictures because it's amazing to me. uh, Motherhood. I love it. What's been the best part so far? Um, am I gonna sound like a geek? Yeah, I am gonna sound like that. I like reading to her hey, and um, her learning like the different things in the books of what's going on and her remembering the book. <laughs> <laughs> You're like in the book, the book. She went swimming. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. Read, read to your kids, people. Read to, reading is fundamental. Mm-hmm. Don't think you know it's it's vital. Yes. Yes. How has it been managing career and dealing with all that sort Ooh. of shift? Thank goodness for supportive family. Thank goodness for supportive family. My family helps me because sometimes I, I'll have to be away for two, three months mm-hmm. and fly out on weekends. And um, that's like uh, you need a support system. They come out here. Mm -hmm, They'll come out here or I'll go out there, you know, when I can. Um, Getting ready to leave now, go back. So I'll go back and forth. Those sky miles. Yeah, I'm racking up on them. (laughs) Racking up on those sky miles. So um, support system. You got to have a support system, whether it's friends or family. And then we mentioned education and just, uh, just theater all the way down to commercials and just like your career. If your daughter comes up and grows up and says, Mom, I want to be an actress, would you, how would you react? <laughs> Which I think I got a little bit of sample right there, for one. And then, two, would you also want her to get educated first in school and then go into the acting realm? Uh, education first. Get educated first. You know, And not to say people who don't go to school aren't educated because you got some people out there that have not gone to school, but they take themselves to school. There's the online schools. Yeah, yeah. And these people are brilliant because they're reading, 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 reading and becoming intelligent. Um, I thought about going back to school online. You know, that's mm-hmm. a great thing yeah. to do. So I can say I'm a doctorate. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm in the doctorate program. Doctor. I'm a doctor. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many ways out there that you can become educated. Um through homeschool and all that stuff, but I wouldn't want her most definitely to uh, go to school most <laughs> definitely before she jumped into the entertainment industry. Yeah. yeah. You're like, uh, you're like, yeah. no non-education in my household. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, what works for one person may not work for the right. other, but I was always raised to get an education and go to school. So I want her to live out that tradition. 
And as you balance family life and business, tell us more about Erica Hubbard's foundation. What did, how did you create it? What made you want to start it? Um, the Erica Hubbard Foundation is my nonprofit, and the reason I created it was uh, I come from an at-risk neighborhood. And at-risk, for certain people who don't know that, means um, a community that deals with uh, maybe poverty, or um, all kinds of trials and tribulations, whether whether it's gangs or prostitution, or it's like a like a low income type of neighborhood. So, once I got out of that situation, I wanted to go back. There's a lot of people who don't go back, and they're living in their big houses and driving their fancy cars, but they never give back to the community. Yeah. And I felt it was so important to give back to the community because you kind of want to pull somebody up out of that situation. And I was trying; I'm still trying to do that verbally and mentor the youth, saying just because you're in this situation doesn't mean you can't get out of it. But a lot of youth in those situations, they need somebody to tell them. A lot of them, their aunts are raising them, yeah. and their aunts sometimes maybe have to go to, has to go to work, so they're not seeing the kid. Their grandma is raising them. Maybe the grandma's tired, and she can't, you know, talk to the child. So I go back to youth groups and uh, uh, churches and schools and all kind of like community centers in at risk neighborhoods, um, and talk to kids about changing their mindset and not believing that. Um, they're, 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 they're not believing that they're not better than their circumstance. You are better than your circumstance. So don't believe that whoever, and and sometimes you have kids that they have parents or no parents or friends that told them, you're never going to get out of the situation. You might as well go rob this liquor store with me, or you might as well go, uh, sell yourself for money. You have, you know, so you have to have somebody to influence them to, you know, be a positive force, you know, and, and say, no, you know, I have dreams and aspirations and I'm going to live them out regardless of where I come from. So that's why I created the Erica Hubbard Foundation. I travel from Detroit. I've been to uh, Georgia, of course, Chicago, all kind of communities. And, And actually, I went to this one high school in Detroit, and I'll never forget it. It was a high school only for pregnant teen girls. And in this, uh, High school, I was the first speaker there ever. And they were like, what are you doing here? And, you know, it was like, what? I'm coming to, you know, encourage you guys and motivate you guys to, um, you know, dream big and have big aspirations and become successful. Like, what do you want to be? What do I want to be? What are you talking about? Some of these kids, they were in high school. They don't even know what they want to be. It was like, wait a minute. You know, what college are you in college and what's your major? That's scary. It's crazy. So even though you have these kids having kids, you have to tell them still. You can be something in life. Like, you know, you want to be an astronaut. Don't think that dream is so far away. You just have to put out, like, manifest it. Say, at first, I want to be an astronaut. And then take the the road, you know, whether you're going through. If you can't afford to go to college, go to community college. If you can't afford to go to community college, maybe you can find a mentor and they can coach you on how to do this. And maybe you can build up um, your, your money here on this side job and then slowly but surely start to take classes, you know, if you can't enroll full time to be an astronaut. But some of these kids are like, they haven't even thought about that. So I go to these schools and I'm like, what do you want to do? For a what do you want to do? You be- well, 
I'm gonna come back to you. You don't know. Okay. What do you, you know? And so I have these people Facebooking me and tweeting me like, you encouraged me. You motivated me to be something better with myself. And, you know, I didn't have anybody to talk to. Now, you know, I want to be a gymnast or something. And now we can be. We, you yeah. know, we, we see it. We, we, we win the Olympics in yeah. that category as well. You know, yes. whatever you want to do. Whatever, whatever you want to do. A gymnast, whatever. Just the, the, the key is to at least say you want to do something or be something first. Yeah. But if you're not saying it, then it's like, you how you gonna, how you gonna obtain it? You yeah. have to yeah. put, you have to manifest. You have to put it in the universe, you and you you have to feel like it's obtainable. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. before I became a series regular, I was in a mirror. I'm a series regular. I am. <laughs> you are a se- You are. You are. You got to talk to yourself. You got to talk to yourself. I didn't need anybody to talk to. Me. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna book this role. You're gonna book this role. You are. You can do it. You go. You know, like you know. But if if you can't find the confidence in yourself, you need a support system. Your family or friends that believe in you and say you can do it. Yeah. So center yourself around people that are like you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it if you can't say it for yourself. I love that. Mm-hmm. And then you've had such a beautiful career. What would oh, you, you use as one word to define your career? Mm-hmm. One word to define my career would just be blessed. I feel blessed. I love that. Yeah. Well, um, I, I see it. I see it all around. Oh, thank you. The joy is all around. The joy is all around. Oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for joining it. us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And we love thank Let's you. Stay Together and yes, the new premiere that happened last night. And we can catch it all on Tuesday nights, every Tuesday night. Tuesday nights, BT, Let's Stay Together. Right after BT's The Game is BT's Let's Stay Together. And Let's Stay Together. Watch it, support it. Watch it. Where can your fans find you on social media? Um, I'm on Instagram, um, one Erica Hubbard. Then I'm on Twitter, Erica Hubbard. So, that's me. Twitter and Instagram, Stuart Starlet. I'm Daryl Christian. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Be sure to tune in. Let's stay together on Tuesday nights on BET. I'll be watching. I have it on my DVR. I watched it last night as well. We're going to keep it going. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Daryl Christian, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.